Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Creators Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am your host, Chloe, and I want you to know that my intention behind this podcast is and always will be to expand your heart and your mind and help you discover new ideas, thoughts, and ways of being. I hope that with each episode, you leave this space feeling inspired, filled with love, and ready to take action in creating a life that is worth living. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Infinite Creators podcast to episode 11. I'm really excited to be recording this episode today for many reasons, but number one, because I finally invested in a quality microphone. So hopefully you'll enjoy this episode even more because the sound is 10 out of 10 pristine. (laughs) Um, Also really excited because I have one of my best friends, Holly Freeman, (laughs) on the podcast, and we're actually recording this in person so we can have a real live conversation. And yeah, this evening we were just having a really beautiful dinner together and having really profound conversations and downloads and offering different perspectives and opinions about um, open relationships and monogamous relationships and just our definition and meaning of love and how to navigate relationships that we've been in and that are dealing with now and things of this nature. And we thought, why not just record the conversation we're having? So welcome, Holly, to the Infinite Creators Podcast. I'm super excited to record this. And this is pretty much just going to be a free free flow conversation. So we'll see how we go. Thanks, Claire. Finally on the podcast. I've been (laughs) hounding you for this one for a while. I had to wiggle my way in here. I have Um, a tight schedule. (laughs) Clearly. I'm really excited to be talking about this because I feel like it's something that's just been like yeah super present in my life over the past year and I've had so many twists and turns and um different ideas about this and like challenging my own like beliefs that I've grown up with around relationships and what I thought I was happy with and like you know in my belief system and yeah just challenging that and questioning it and shifting how I felt and then shifting again and shifting again I think it's probably something that will always shift but yeah. Um, I guess I've just come to some realizations recently as well, which are starting to feel more like solid. So yeah, it's going to be really cool to discuss that. Yeah. And I think we'll also maybe briefly get in without going into too much detail, just like our relationship history. Cause I think there's a oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, just in the basic understanding of like, there's actually a pretty stark difference between like the relationships that you've had compared to the relationships that I've had in terms of like That's with a good point with the like my college experiences yeah, and yeah. yeah things like this and then you've been in like more serious relationships mm. that were like longer than a year whereas I have never experienced that before so there's a good contrast in the experiences that we've had totally. and but how we've both kind of wound up in the same conclusion of our yeah, our you know, views, how we feel about it all. Yeah. about relationships. Yeah. So 
really excited to get into that. And I don't have any episodes on this, so I think this will be really beautiful and thought-provoking. Um, but before we get into the conversation, I have to ask you <laughs> the question. Um, what is your favorite self-development practice as of lately and why? Okay, you gave me no time to really think or prepare for this question. Come on. Um, what I'd say what's most present in my life right now is um, maintaining like a solid meditation practice every morning like the first thing I do when I wake up is Mm. like sit up in bed essentially and have a stretch and and meditate for at least 10 minutes and then I've got into the habit of also reading like a chapter of a book or something that's like beneficial you know to my to my mind my well-being Um, and I think it as well just comes down to getting really clear on what actually just brings you joy like what brings you joy what which brings you to that place of I don't know how long I've been doing this for you know that pure flow state and Mm -hmm. I think dedicating time each day to allow yourself to do something like that for me right now it's music playing music yeah I just get lost in time doing that and it, it yeah it brings me so much calm and peace so yeah I'd say that's really present in my life right now and um whatever it is for you you know just like deciding what that yeah that thing is I think meditation is like the one Mm. non-negotiable that has never changed in my morning routine like I can't carry on without meditation I really even if it's five minutes yeah five minutes yeah such a huge it changes everything you can notice like when you don't I think once you're once you're used to it and it's a habit and you're doing it every day if you then miss a day or yeah, you get yeah. out of the habit and you haven't done it for a week you're like whole days fucked yeah <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah it's powerful it's powerful yeah um, that's yeah. good okay thank you for sharing um all right I'm trying to think the best way to talk about this well yeah, basically I think that it's really important to explain is that I think what Holly and I have both been going through and maybe what a lot of you guys are going through as well is just kind of entering into this discovery phase of challenging all things in your life not just relationships and how you Mm. view them but the food that you eat and Mm -hmm. the way that you think and the things that you believe and involving all of that whether it's limiting beliefs around money or around our consciousness around the food we're eating is also relationships Because we've created such a cemented way of thinking about relationships, the way that we're shown in movies, these fairy tale, fantasized versions of relationships and love. And then, yeah, just what we've always been told. Yeah, Yeah. like what's supposedly normal and what's right, quote unquote, and things Mm. like this. Mm -hmm. And we just... That's that's basically where we get our like idea of a relationship in my at least in my experience is from yeah. what I see in movies. Totally. And I mean, I was lucky that I have parents that I've been together for 30 years and they have a really beautiful relationship, but I didn't really I But even that, you know, like it's like what our parents did, what our grandparents did, yeah. what our great-grandparents did. But I wasn't even conscious enough to be evaluating their relationship exactly, yeah. when you know, I was living yeah. at home. So now, and I appreciate and I do admire the relationship, but I wasn't, I have never been in such a conscious state where I was like, mm-hmm. I wasn't sitting around with like a notepad and a pen <laughs> yeah. like, Oh, look at them. They're communicating. It's just what okay. it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think right now, like Holly and I, and 
many people everywhere are entering this phase of like, oh, not only do we have to question our limiting beliefs around money and around um, self-worth and around Honestly, success. Everything. Yeah, and everything. But also relationships because the way that we operate relationships and obviously... It's fundamental. Yeah, and yeah. clearly we can see from divorce rates and just seeing so many toxic relationships around you, whether it's your friend or your family or your cousins mm. or your brothers and your sisters, these relationships are so toxic and it, clearly there's something wrong. So that's mm. anytime there poses a, a reason to question something. Yeah. I mean, that's when I dive deep. I love to question everything. And I think that can irritate some people, you know, mm. cause it's like people are solid in their beliefs, but it's like, even if I believe something, I still want to question it. Like at yeah, the end of the absolutely. day, I feel like I know nothing. I know nothing and like yeah I never want to feel like I know the answers and I'm right because I really don't know yeah you know it's always a journey that's evolving but that's why yeah I think it's so important to question everything even yeah. something that you're like yeah I believe this fully it resonates with me fully totally. question it like play play devil's advocate you yeah know? just like, for listen. the sake of doing it yeah listen to other people's opinions and like the other end of the spectrum and I feel like I I know I've been surprised and what has changed in my own belief system yeah so. me as well and just learning in relationships and all things to be so open-minded and mm. like that saying like you you should never be the smartest person in the room or at least yeah. have that attitude and be so willing to be open to all viewpoints or all ideas all belief systems mm -hmm. and kind of entertain and educate and that's a good word to use entertain it yeah yeah, yeah. entertaining it and also looking into it looking into it your own self mm. and building your own opinions on each person's side for each party you know yeah and like it does that trigger me in some way does that like yeah rub me the wrong way and like why you know yeah like really thinking critically with each thought that comes up and which with each opinion and things like this and then yeah so I think that's really what's been happening for yeah. me with relationships as I've navigated through like more I guess like mature relationships mm. as an adult and yeah, it's just it's funny when you're a, a conscious being, what comes up as you evaluate your relationships. You're it's, like, whoa. It's <laughs> like the deepest, darkest corners, I think, of our <laughs> beings. That yeah. is something to do with relationships that really shines a light on those things and um, really is a mirror, you know, more than yeah. anything. Um, yeah, I think this last year particularly kind of diving into I guess quote-unquote single life again yeah. after coming out of a three or so year relationship it's been really interesting really really interesting yeah. um just yeah like challenging those beliefs I think I've always been someone that thought monogamy fully like I mean like the idea of having like I didn't, I didn't really understand what an open relationship was. Yeah. But the, the, even the idea of your partner being with someone else in that kind of way would make me feel like horrendous. Like I couldn't yeah. even like contemplate that. Like no way. Like they, I, I think I even had like a lot of judgment around that. And like that's, yeah, like, that's gross. Stupid, that's weird. That's gross. Like why would you do that? But it was just something I'd never even considered. And I guess came from a place of um yeah like close-mindedness and like insecurities and stuff and I'm yeah. talking this is a few years ago I'm talking about and um my past relationship we were really able to grow together in like a conscious way and um that actually came to an 
I say end because nothing really ended just like the shift in that dynamic of that relationship was a really really beautiful and humbling experience um, and a really big learning experience as well of just unconditional love Um, but yeah like I said coming into that quote-unquote single life um, has been super interesting in um, I guess just getting more close up and familiar with my own like sexuality sensuality dynamics in dating and um, what's that like hanging out with different people meeting new people yeah um, developing feelings for new people it's like a whole it's thing it's like entering a whole new world well for anyone who doesn't know Holly that is listening <laughs> um, yeah she was dating someone for the last three years yeah pretty much three and a half years yeah. and then recently within I guess last, last November year. yeah roughly um, something like that put an end to that partnership and obviously as you can imagine for anyone who's been in a long-term relationship and then is kind of emerging into that like whoa what do I do without this partner that I was Mm. living with traveling with full-time like Mm -hmm. her and um yeah I don't think we we literally spent every single day together um and I guess and it, traveled, together, traveled together, ran a business together, together like yeah. the whole shebang. The whole it, there was shebang. no half-assing in this partnership. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, you know, that was really, really beautiful. And I think it's a testament to our connection and our friendship and the mm-hmm. unconditional love we did have for each other that, that we, um, you know, we never had really any conflict or anything like that. But I think something that... Um, happened within that connection is that I think we both lost our kind of individuality mm-hmm. um and we kind of got to a point where it was everyone knew us as this couple together you know I didn't know who Holly was on her own anymore he didn't know who really he was on his own anymore and yeah um I think we just kind of came to this joint decision it was like we have such a commitment to growth you know and mm-hmm obviously so much love for each other and want that for each other as well that I feel like this next chapter in our lives for us to keep evolving and keep growing it needs to be done as individuals yeah separately um and I think the big fear around that was I I don't want to lose you in my life you know I still love you you, yeah cherish you dearly I love your friendship I love that we're so close and our lives are so intertwined but really like like I said, it, it wasn't really like much a change because we kind of just already come to this place within our relationship. It was honestly just recognizing that. Yeah. And holding space to just recognize that and be like, oh, okay, like this has happened. We're acknowledging that. Cool. I guess we don't really have to like share the same house anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, we don't have to have every single part of our life so intertwined. And um, yeah, that of course doesn't mean that there wasn't times where it was like difficult. weird and yeah. difficult and like, just finding that new normal is going to be, it's going to shake you up, right? Um, but for the most part, I feel like it was, yeah, a really beautiful, like, transition. End, if you will, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I even remember telling you and being like, oh, yeah, we're not together anymore. And you're like, wait, what? Are you joking? And I was just <laughs> laughing. I just started laughing. I was yeah. like, no. You're like, why are you laughing? I was like, because it's not sad. <laughs> yeah, and I thought she was, like, living in a state of denial. <laughs> I was like, Holly, you're unwell. What's wrong with you? But I really do have to acknowledge you guys for that because I think, honestly, like, you and 
Can I just say his name? Yeah, well, I think everyone knows. Yeah, yeah. okay. And, and Aaron won't care. Holly and Aaron. <laughs> the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> Holly and Aaron, I really have to acknowledge them because they're probably like the first relationship of my friends or really ever that I've ever seen where it was like, there wasn't this, oh my God, so-and-so broke up with me and this mm. wasn't clear and there was no communication and I'm so hurt. And yeah, there wasn't any hatred. There wasn't any judgment. There wasn't any... It was um, definitely a challenge, of course. Yeah, but like I had never seen a... Yeah, it was just navigated. Yeah. It was beautiful to see like a relationship where you didn't technically have anything wrong. Like yeah. I lived with Holly and Aaron for four months. And in that time, like I never saw them fighting. I never saw like anything unhealthy about your relationship. But you recognize that there was no longer growth. Mm. And you recognize that there was no longer that like romantic spark between mm-hmm. you. And that both of you like did love each other so much and wanted more for each other, for yourselves and for each other. Yeah. So to be able to recognize that and make that difficult decision, like, fuck, this is going to be hard because yeah. you've, you've been so deeply woven into my life. Yeah. But I know this is for what's best. And that takes a lot mm-hmm. of courage to be mm-hmm. able to do that because there are so many relationships where they don't it's make easier, that decision. Right? It's easier to It's just not do easier it. to stay together yeah. because you're comfortable. Yeah. And that's exactly what you challenged was your comfort zone. Yeah. Like this is going to be scary and it's going to, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how I'm going to navigate my life without you, but I know that it's for the best. Yeah. And that takes a lot of like courage yeah. to be able to say like, yeah. I know this is for the best, you know? Totally. Yeah. And there was like moments I remember like moving into like my new place and there was like no furniture in there. And all I had was like a mattress on the floor and I didn't have <laughs> no, roomy. she had this for six months until I moved here <laughs> and helped. <laughs> It was a slow process. I didn't have my dog there anymore. You know, it was like just me for like the lot. For, for, it hadn't been that way for so long. It hadn't just been me, you know, and like so quiet. And I remember lying there being like, I can't even imagine. Shit, like what? Like my life is so weird and I kind of feel really lonely and like I don't really know how to navigate that. But what was beautiful is that I could I could ring Aaron up and be like, yo, like, this is so weird. He'd be like, yeah, it's really weird. But, like, <laughs> yeah, cool, like right? <laughs> yeah. But that's what's so cool. It's, like, it wasn't this, like, I wonder what he's thinking. Like, I wonder yeah. how he's doing alone with me. It was, like, no, I can just call her and be like, yo, isn't it weird that we're both sleeping in separate beds and we're, like, on yeah. different streets? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I'm super grateful for that and super grateful to still have Erin as such a, like, huge part of my life and a best friend, you know, forever. It's family. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then it's like in we dive to <laughs> the world of <laughs> being an individual and exploring and yeah, what what are relationships to me? I think at first the idea of then being in a you know relationship the same way I've always thought of relationships was like no way. Like I don't want to be in a relationship for the longest time ever. Like probably for years to come, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, just jumping into the um, yeah dating world, I guess, was kind of scary and weird and like it's like scary for anyone, right? <laughs> but especially when you've just come out of three. yeah, You're like what do people do? I think as well, like being <laughs> what's in, Tinder? Being, literally, I was like, no, I can't be on this thing. Um, and I don't know, maybe it's an England thing, an English thing, but dating and I think the way Americans do it's like not the same like I don't think people people don't really like oh hey I want to take you out for dinner like it's not really a thing so Mm. like going on dates and things like that was even that was kind of like a little bit intimidating to me really and 
Um, I think a big part of it as well was kind of connecting to my sexuality as a woman and expressing that more freely without judgment in a way that I never have before. Yeah. Um, And I feel like that's something perhaps you like connected with more from like a younger age, which I didn't really. I think I had a lot of judgment around like, I guess just, yeah, connecting to that feminine sexuality and sensuality. Is that making sense? Yeah. 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 Um, So... Yeah, I guess just going into that dating world and being, oh, I'm I'm my own woman and, like, really kind of almost, like, stepping into that womanhood and, like, yeah. who am I as this single woman, feminine yeah, without thing, my, you know? In the, yeah, without a partnership and um, really, I guess, just defining, like, what that is and, like, what that feels like and how I want to express that and... Um, yeah, I guess just dancing with the masculine in, in new ways, um, which is super intriguing. And the feminine, the masculine is definitely something that um, I feel like has been like a like a focal point for me as well this past year and really understanding um, what that means, you know, and how that's mm-hmm. represented as well and like what's needed for that balance. And um, yeah, I guess um, the idea and concepts around open relationships started to appeal to me more which is something which was actually I was surprised at because I think I said earlier like I was very like monogamy seemed like the only way for me you know I didn't really like you'd ever know right and I couldn't it was hard for me to even question that that seemed really strange and uncomfortable to me but I guess yeah like you we were saying like just becoming more of a conscious being and stepping Mm -hmm. into and connecting with this pure unconditional love you know for everyone and you know everyone around you um a lot of the concepts that open relationships have started to appeal to me more and I think I went through a phase of really thinking like I will never be in a monogamous relationship again yeah I remember right like like, I think (laughs) I think you don't know enough (laughs) (laughs) like really it seemed to resonate with me so much this idea that yes, I'm with this person and I love them, but um, the idea of them being a full expression of themselves and and whatever experience they are drawn to... They should have. They should have, and I don't want to be in, in the way of that because mm-hmm. I love you. Um, it really started to resonate me with me a lot and, um, yeah, just having that full freedom because I guess love to me is freedom in every sense, yeah. you know? Um, so the idea of, of my wants and needs getting in the way of um someone else's expression and vice versa seemed to not resonate anymore and yeah um yeah I really started to to feel like that would be like something I'd want to experience um in theory on paper on black and white yeah it like makes, written out in a script yeah You're like yeah, yeah i can follow course. this script easy why would no one why no would wouldn't you be in an open relationship <laughs> this makes perfect sense but i think in the practical test it's not so black and white it's not so easy and um i've definitely had a lot of inspiration and um been able to experience and witness people around me who are in open relationships and yeah. um, be influenced by that and have deep conversations and just be an observer yeah and there's so much beauty that has come from that and so many lessons just from being able to witness 
yeah. that. And it's almost like you learn from it even without being in it. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah both of us are exposed to different partnerships that are in polyamorous relationships and for me anyways yeah I just I am such an observer in Mm -hmm. all situations so Mm -hmm. to observe um polyamory as you said it's so beautiful but you also learn from it and you kind of and not in a judgmental way but you can assess like oh I think I could do something like that or um no I could never navigate that situation and of course it's it's different when you're in it right it's probably like 10x and there's so many intricacies and details that you're not exposed to and that you don't know and would never know unless you're in it um but it's been I guess just like really profound like journey in my own mind um because yeah I think for the longest time I was like yeah this makes sense and like wow like this idea of pure unconditional love it's not all like rainbows and butterflies it's actually pretty gritty and pretty gnarly and messy and it's you know these immense triggers that we bring out in each other and and sitting down and discussing that and trying to overcome it um but what I've leaned into most recently that I feel um has been another like pivot and like shift from this idea of open relationships because it's nothing it's not I've never been in one yeah I've never been in one so I can't speak from experience as I've been in one totally but just even just contemplating the idea and being exposed to it so yeah I haven't I haven't been in an open relationship myself so I don't know what that's like from the inside and it was always something I would try and like mentally put myself in you know and even if that you know in like a meditative state and how would I like handle that situation and how would that make me feel yeah and what would that trigger for me sort of thing yeah yeah so it's almost like I've I've kind of been on a journey with it without actually being (laughs) in it um just my thought processes processes and and rolling over different things in my mind and how that would make me feel and how I feel about it and like what's connected to my values and there's been so many aha moments and um yeah I guess it's just kind of transitioned from there to this place of I something that's really I think a pillar point that I would want in my relationships is this feeling of what's the word I don't want to say like I don't want to say security I don't think that's Mm. the right word I don't think I feel like any words I can come up with feel too rigid yeah but it's just this for the lack of yeah it's just this idea of there is this safe container of love that is not going anywhere and yeah the idea that okay I want to learn these lessons. I want to overcome these triggers, these insecurities, whatever they are. But I want to do it through love. Through, Not to say that, like, it's not done through love in an open relationship. Not yeah. at all. But, like, through a, through a space of feeling safe. In of union. feeling secure. Like in union. union. Yeah, that's what we're getting to, isn't it? This idea, this concept, this sacred union. And I think that's very different from monogamy. Yeah. I think there's a difference between, like, 
yeah, what I perceive as the standard like monogamous relationship that honestly, for the most part, is lacking consciousness, mm-hmm. is lacking communication, yes. is lacking love, and is lacking vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Because for the most part, when people decide to come in a relationship, they're missing half of themselves. They yeah. haven't fully overcome a lot of the mm-hmm. things that come up for them on a daily basis, limiting beliefs, trauma experience from both of their parents, different upbringings, things like this. And then you get in a relationship just for the sake of being in one or for feeling you don't want to be abandoned, using that person to validate yourself Mm -hmm. and to validate your love for yourself, things like this. And then, yeah, that relationship becomes toxic. Yeah. So I think when, when you have a monogamous relationship and you have these pillars that are so important, communication, Mm -hmm. love, vulnerability, things like this, then monogamy doesn't become such a horrible thought for me. Because, yeah, I went through the same waves as Holly is thinking like, wait, it actually doesn't really make sense to be with one. Like, that's so much pressure to think like, oh, I have to be with this one person for the rest of my life. It stresses me out. Yeah. Um, but then when if I think of it as a sacred union, as this mm. beautiful, almost, I don't know if promise is the word, but decision. It's a decision. It's an everyday yeah, decision. A decision. Like, I choose you. Yeah, and I wake, I'm going to yeah. continue to choose you. Exactly. And I wake up this morning and I choose you. I choose to show up to this relationship. This is my priority. This is what's in my heart. This is what's important to me. Yeah. I I choose to learn through love with you. And it's choosing to see that person through the eyes of love in all that they are. In all that they are. <laughs> and really embedding unconditional love. Yeah. And you can have that in a monogamous relationship mm-hmm. without having constraints. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's not to say that there's like, it's not commitment for commitment's sake. You know, it's, yeah. there's not a rule book. It's not like we'll stay together even if it's shit. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, that's not what this is. That's not, yeah, that's not what monogamy is saying. It's, yeah, it's like that decision every day. And whatever is, I really like saying it like this. I don't know, it resonates with me. It's like whatever the other brings to the table that day, no one's going to leave. No one's going to walk out from the table. You know, it's like, I'll be here now. I'll be here tomorrow. Like I'm not going anywhere. The love is here. Whatever is brought to the table, we're vulnerable. We communicate deeply about it and we grow and we, we evolve together. Yeah. Um, Whatever that is. And I think we have like these ideals around relationships. I guess it comes from this fairy tale idea that it's supposed to be so easy breezy and fantastic and effortless. And I think for the most part, like it should be, it should be easy. It should feel nice. If it's an everyday struggle, then like something's up. Yeah. Um, but I think that's not to say that like you have to have more difficult conversations you know, vulnerability is difficult. Clear yeah. communication is difficult. Yeah, like putting your heart on a plate like that is difficult. In what world are we taught how to communicate? And in yeah. what world are we taught that it's okay to be yeah. vulnerable? It's uncomfortable. And I think some people see that feeling of discomfort or like, oh, this is, we shouldn't have to have these discussions. You know, it should just be easy breezy and we don't even have to like go deep. It's like, yeah. that's not the case. You know, like pure, real love and connection requires those deeper 
I guess, more difficult conversations. Yeah. And recognizing that a relationship is like a never ending mm. practice of peeling an onion. Like you just yes. are peeling back layers forever. Like yeah. the onion never stops. It never so stops. Even as you navigate this contrast, okay, we made it through that contrast. We made it through There'll that vulnerability. Be more. There'll always be more. No matter what, you're never going to get to a place where like, oh, great, we've solved all of our triggers, all of our limiting beliefs, that all of our ego. It's more. done. We're all finished here. And now it's, we can just navigate our perfect relationship. Exactly. I mean, if you're someone who has some sort of spirituality practice or you're in personal development or whatever it is, working on yourself, I guess, in some way and have that consciousness have that relationship with yourself you'll know you know if this is something you're doing or even new to you'll know that it's a never-ending thing the work never stops you know that's why we're here you know to to really evolve as as spiritual beings and it's the same for any partnership you have with anyone you know it's an ever growing ever evolving thing that is always going to require that work And if you can learn to accept that and Mm. say, oh, this relationship is going to revolve around work and revolve around diving deeper into my vulnerability and my communication. And it's going to be hard. There's going to be moments where, you know, I won't know what to do or I won't know what to say or how to navigate it. But I'm... I'm excited for that. So rich. Yeah, it's so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And that it really does excite me, like having these conversations yeah. and opening up my heart and like how can I open mm. my heart more? How can I crack open mm-hmm. my heart more and just let it pour mm. into into that person, into that partner? Yeah. And that's beautiful. Like yeah. relationships, even in the in the moments where it's hard or you're questioning your love for that person, that's when you can really ask yourself, like, why am I questioning my love for this yeah, person? Where is this actually where coming from? Where is this actually coming from? Because it, yeah. it, in most cases, doesn't have to do with the other person. Yeah. It has to do with yourself. What am I fearing right now in this moment? Like, yeah, why like, what do I feel like fear? I can't go deeper? Or, like, why do I... I know for me, when, when I'm feeling emotional or something's emotionally challenging that fight or flight instinct comes in and I want to run yeah I want to run to Timbuktu of the male species (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's like I'm like oh I just like I I want to literally even like physically you know like I want to leave the country. Like I need to get away. Been there, you know. It's like fully considered booking flights many times off of Bali. It's like (laughs) being able to to just sit in that emotion, and I think that's where this sacred union comes in it's like hey that comes up you have these instincts you don't want to be in this it feels horrible it feels icky it's uncomfortable but knowing like okay this person's here they're not going anywhere they're meeting me here with this and we're going to unravel this together that that it's like this it's a safe container of love yeah that will always be you can't have that unless both partners make that agreement in the yeah. beginning you know yeah. and I think that's where some struggles come in is like if you for example I've experienced this but like mm. your for lack of better understandings like you're a more conscious like emotionally intelligent version <laughs> of yeah, a person I guess essentially like you're further along kind of on that that journey that path, of like self-development self, yeah yeah and then you struggle because it's like wait why why don't you see it this way like why yeah. can't you be in, yeah. in it this way why can't you see it the way that I'm seeing it you know yeah and just having that clear communication with each other I guess I guess that's 
if you're if it's a new concept to you as well to really dive deep and be vulnerable and and really understand what clear com- communication is because it, it is so layered right i think a lot of the time we think we're being clear yeah but we're really not yeah we're really not we really have to break that down and really get into the nitty-gritties and if you're new to that to to kind of jump into that i feel like it's it's not something that's it, it might waver a bit yeah you know? totally so i know you've been in like a situation where I hope you don't mind me saying this, but like, you're like, what is she going to say? Um, but where you you were ready in that space, like, let's communicate about this. What's going on with you? You know, let's talk about this with love and like, let's yeah. deal with this. And and they were very much like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I can't do this kind of vibe. Yeah. And I think that's that's where when that happens, it makes me realize like, shit this should have been something that I established in the very start of Mm. this relationship Mm -hmm. and it should have been uh, a value and should have created a a piece of my compass Mm -hmm. of how I navigated this relationship you know Mm -hmm. and Holly and I have been talking about this over the past few weeks but really determining like what are my values in in a relationship what are my top four things that I value in a relationship and stay true to those values because you're honoring yourself by staying true to those values and you're honoring your future self as well because you know that you've kind of laid this personal foundation Mm. of like okay for me compassion number one number one value Mm -hmm. number two communication number three commitment to growth you know whatever those values are so then you you don't you know from the stars like oh this person understands my values and they yeah. know how important they are to me and then it doesn't come as a surprise when I'm asking for for totally. genuine compassion or when I'm asking yeah. for you know yeah. x y and z and I think it's there's always there's always going to be that risk as well you know like with any partnership that like someone may check out on you you know like if it the going gets tough and like you know, you can, of course, like, make these agreements with each other, but, like, it's not set promised. Stone. It's yeah. not set in stone, and it's not promised, and, yeah, someone might check out on you, or you might not, you know, you fall from grace and not act in the way that you mm. have kind of agreed that you want to act, and I think, um, of course, like, the goal is to be able to recognise that and, and come together and, and acknowledge that, but I think, and this is something I think we, we struggle with, is... Yeah still holding that unconditional love regardless you know and we've both been in each other's arms in tears right like <laughs> like we've taken, we've, we've taken turns um being in that role and it's like almost it's like being open to that destruction yeah I guess too I don't know if that's the right way to put it Or I think you could say just, like, knowing that when you say there's going to be contrast in relationship, there's going to be contrast. Like, And that contrast could be, like, the ending, so to speak, of a a partnership or of a current chapter in your Mm. life. And, like, I think that goes... In those moments, can you still apply those values? Yeah, exactly. But then also understanding that... That for me, when I when I think about that, like okay, this relationship can come to an end, mm. then I have to ask myself, okay, if I know that there is a potential that this could come to an end, am I happy without this person? Yeah. 
And if the answer is no, I can't be happy without this person, then that's not okay. Yeah. Because no one, no one serves your happiness. They can contribute to your happiness. And complement it. And they can complement your happiness, but no one gives you your happiness. Like when someone Mm. leaves, your light doesn't dim. It just Mm -hmm. gets brighter. Mm -hmm. So I think like being able to ask that question, could I be happy without this person? Or am I truly relying on this person? Like, oh, without this person, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't couldn't be happy. I don't know who I am without this person. Because then that allows for so much realization. Yeah. I think as well, it's important to say, like, of course, like, I don't know, if you're listening and you just had a breakup or something like that, like, that's not to say, like, oh, we broke up and I'm fine. I'm happy. I'm good. Yeah. You know, it's like, of course not. You're going to grieve. You're going to mourn. That's going to hurt. And that's so normal and so okay and so necessary. But I think it's more like, yeah, this sucks. This fucking hurts. My heart's broken. But I know I can find happiness. Yeah. I can find happiness without yeah. this person I, I would prefer they were here because they complement my happiness so beautifully yeah and I love having them in my life but I, I'll find happiness it might take time but I'll be good you know yeah absolutely and just also for me I think recognizing of course as you said there is going to be pain that is inevitable because mm-hmm. that's we're human <laughs> and Whenever you experience any level of hurt to your heart or to your emotional state of being, it's hard. Mm. But also seeing it as a place of gratitude of like, wow, this is going to be a really beautiful time for me to grow. Yeah. And for me to become a better, higher version of myself, for me to dive into my triggers, for me to understand like, why am I really feeling this way? Am I feeling rejected? Am I feeling abandoned? Am I feeling like I'm not good enough? Am I questioning my appearance? I'm not pretty enough. I'm Mm. not, my body's not as good a shape of X, Y, you know, like Mm. you can dive into so many different aspects of that once you once that partner it's hard man yeah it's, it's, it's fucking I'm hard saying and this easier like, said than done and i think that's why you know that is probably a lot of unconscious relationships out there because this work it's like necessary but it's it's horrible like <laughs> it's beautiful but it's horrible like it's yeah it's well it's messy. just really uncomfortable very uncomfortable because painful. we're not ever taught to know how to do mm. this like the only way that i even know that this is a thing or that I have been able to acknowledge it and work on it for myself is through podcasts and through books and through different teachers and mentors that I've come across in my, in my lifetime. And yeah, but other than Mm. that, if you're not exposed to people like that, if you don't, if you're not exposed to conversations like this or you don't have friends like this, then how are you supposed to know how to navigate this uncomfortable? Like, because if you don't, but the thing is, is if you don't navigate it and you don't figure it out, it's just the cycle is going to repeat and repeat mm. and repeat and mm. every relationship will be like the last. It will be exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. And, and none of them will really last. And if they do, it's almost going to be that feeling of it's just convenient. It's easy. It's what we know. It's familiar. But really, yeah. are you thriving together? Yeah. Are you truly thriving you know, are you both full expressions of, of who you are and the love is just forever growing and evolving and the passion is forever growing and evolving? And um, and that's obviously like there's waves and chapters of your relationship. But I think if it's found a place of that like stagnant kind of place, mm-hmm. then, 
yeah, I don't know. It's I, I think it's time. It's like to look within, you know. Yeah. It's like showing up for yourself so you can show up fully for the other person. Yeah. I think in these, I just really appreciate these moments of like when you're not in a partnership because it allows for full self-expression and full Mm self-love and you're no longer reliant on any other person, Mm. especially like a close partnership to fill any voids that you're feeling. Yeah. So I think that is so necessary, right? Because that's how we should be within a partnership too. Yeah. You know, we should be a full expression of ourselves. We should have that full kind of self-love and and not relying on another person to fill those holes, to fill those, those, those voids. Yeah. Like this is work you should be doing whilst in a relationship and not in a relationship, Mm. but specifically like if you are navigating this weird, really emotional, heavy time, like getting over a a past relationship, just saying like, how, how can I be better for myself? Yeah. How can I show up better for myself? How can I love myself? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then as a, as in a, what's the word? Like side effect, (laughs) then how that will therefore make me a better partner too. Yeah. Because ultimately two halves don't make a whole (laughs) they don't they don't in this relationship sense so the more full you can be the more you can love yourself and the more you can show up for yourself Mm. and that's just going to translate into all of your relationships and Mm -hmm. energetically Mm -hmm. you'll attract someone who's done equally as much work and has equal as equally as much self-love and equally as much respect for themselves and self-worth and things like this like yeah be the yeah. energy you want to attract sort of Absolutely. thing. Yeah. I kind of want to like loop back around to the open relationship thing for a moment. Yeah. Because really like I think the concept, the values, the ideas of open relationship is perfect. Yeah. Like we were saying it. on paper, it really is grand. You're it's like, amazing. This makes so much you sense. know, the whole world just shares everyone <laughs> and everything and it's beautiful and everyone and just loves, everyone just loves everyone and it's beautiful. Like what? Are, I want to live in that world. Like, yeah. Heck yeah. yeah like when you read epic. it about it in the books, you're like, this is legit. This makes so much sense. Of you're course. Like, why convinced. are we not all yeah. doing this? We should all be <laughs> dating each other and loving each other and having sex with each other. And it sounds like a miracle. Not Perfect. having any emotional strings. Right. <laughs> and I think what I've come to realize though, is that we're, we're human and humans have egos and I think, of course, there's so many elements of our egos that we want to overcome and that don't serve us, but we're never not going to have ego because we're we human. Can. It's just it's how impossible. we are. It's the whole <laughs> point of being human. We have that part of us. And, um, you know, unless we're completely enlightened and our monk on the mountaintop, like, I don't feel it's, I don't know if realistic is the right word. And I mean, this is all how I'm feeling right now. You know, of yeah. course, like this might change next week, next year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that's what as I evolve think. as an individual too. Yeah. But right now, I feel like it's not. I don't. I feel like there is a lot of beauty and incredible lessons that you could only learn within that situation. Absolutely. Um, it's like the greatest challenge probably that exists yeah. on the face of the earth. And I honestly admire anyone and everyone who is in those types of relationships because it, it's not for the faint-hearted it's, and it's 
courageous. It's so and courageous scary. and scary. And yeah, to be able to like navigate that and, and deal with those, I guess like just complications and triggers yeah. and that come up is wow like amazing it's like you're throwing yourself into the fires like full send like you're all in but I think for me there's lighter ways to learn yeah um and I think that like I think that there's a a season or like a chapter in your life where that may be applicable or you're like yeah. oh yeah I could experiment for six months or a year or however long mm. feels right with polyamory but and when I look at it long term it's not sustainable mm-hmm. because it's too painful yeah. and it's too much contrast I think yeah I think like I was saying the ego is never gonna go away that's like an inbuilt part of us and a, it's beautiful to be able to overcome the things different that the ego, yeah, the, ego. the different aspects, things, the insecurities that are brought up, things like that, and really growing as this, like, you know, conscious spiritual being. But the ego is never going to be completely gone, mm-hmm. and I think therefore you're always going to have these things that come up. Maybe they're not as intense as they were when you first started, but they're still going to be there. And I think, yeah, like you were saying, long term, is that something you want to keep doing forever? Forever. Forever. Sounds like a lot. <laughs> that makes me want to cry. Just I don't think I would have it in me. I think it would be too heavy on my heart. I think it would yeah. be destructive for me. Yeah, because like we said, like on paper, it says unconditional love. Like even if you want to be with and sleep with someone else, I'll love you unconditionally. And I'm so yeah. happy that you, that I'm allowing you to do whatever you want. But to see someone that you are madly in love with... Mm sleeping with another person or falling in love with another person yeah that's that's challenging man that is that's challenging so hard. yeah yeah and i think if you, if you can get to a place where that all you see in that is beauty and expression yeah. and love like fuck yeah, that's yeah amazing that's amazing like keep doing that that's but, epic but man when i think about it though and i could be totally wrong because i don't have personal personal experience with this Mm, mm. but when I think of like getting let's say theoretically I attained a place where that no longer bothered me Mm -hmm. seeing my partner the person that I literally either have children with or want to have children with want to have a partnership with for life Mm. and it no longer bothers me that they're sleeping with another person or that they're falling in love with another person and that they're going on dates and giving uh, the other half of their heart kind of to another person. Yeah. It's like, have I like lost my, my care or like, do you know know what what I mean? Like you've kind of disconnected from a piece of like, yeah, like you're like half loving them kind of just for the sake of like not being so attached. Is there a part of you that's never full send? Here's my whole heart. Yeah, because you're kind of like, well, they could technically go off with someone else. Right. Is that what that's when you're small like one foot on the ground? Yeah. Exactly. Like one foot on the ground because you kind of have to attain that place in order to attain the other place, you know? Like you have one foot in, one foot out because you're like because what you're doing and and deciding, or at least how I see it, anyways, is like when you're deciding to be in a polyamorous relationship, you're opening yourself up to the idea of like this person could up and like just decide tomorrow Mm -hmm. like this other person that I'm dating I I want to be with more and so yeah that's a real that's (laughs) like yeah a real thing that could happen and I guess that goes back to 
yeah, the fear of abandonment, the fear of rejection. Mm. But it's like if I... I really I mean, love this person, you know? Yeah, I mean, maybe we're just not there yet, you know? <laughs> like, maybe we're just not in that place where we're like, oh, okay, like, so love doesn't have a limit. And there is, you know, it doesn't just yeah. stretch to this one. There's no capacity that I'm going to reach. It just is is more and more and more and it's unconditional. But yeah, like I was saying again, we're human. We're not here as divine angel beings from the spiritual realms who are constantly in that vibration who source energy and you know it's like that's not the point why we're here we're here because we're human and we have egos and and we have emotions we have emotions and I think yeah maybe it's just not realistic I don't know I don't know maybe yeah that's just like the idea that I play with because like I said I think there could be moments in your life where that is something you want to experiment with and you enjoy for six months or a year and in those six months you learn so much and you acknowledge all these shine light and all these triggers and you're like okay great that was an amazing tool to help me realize that I need to work on yeah um x y and z yeah Mm. self-worth or my personal appearance or things like this you know but fuck I don't know it's just like yeah I don't I guess right now I feel like actually I don't not sure if that's the way I want to learn like there's these yeah. lessons I could learn, but maybe there's different ways I could do that. Maybe I could do that through a, a place that feels calmer and more peaceful and yeah. and through through love. And not to say that you don't learn it through love. In, yeah. In yeah, there's no right or wrong yeah. way, I think, is the overall conclusion of this yeah. conversation. There's no right or wrong way. But, yeah, I think... But there's so many, there's so many um, aspects or like viewpoints of it too. Because if you decide like, okay, I'm going to be in a monogamous relationship and mm. it's going to be amazing. Mm. I'm going to find someone and attract someone into my life that wants literally the exact same things as me, yeah. is on the same page and, and wants to be in this sacred union, wants to be yeah. a part of this divine dance where no matter what happens, we're both so excited and elated to navigate mm. these mm. moments of contrast, to navigate these conversations, to just peel each other's layers and learn more about, I'm so excited to learn more about you every day. I'm so excited to love you more. I'm so excited to be more vulnerable with you because you're the person that I choose. I choose to to do this with you. I want to do this with you. I think there's something really beautifully profound about choosing someone, Mm -hmm. choosing that one person. I think it's just a feeling. and, And choosing to show up for them um, and the partnership that I think there's there's something so beautifully yeah profound about that and I think yeah there's something so beautifully profound about choosing that one person and and making that decision and I think really what's amazing is is being able to be each other's allies in cultivating more self-love for each other yeah you know and creating a space where that's kind of the goal. Like, how can I help you love yourself more and vice versa? And then there's these two people who just love themselves so much. Yeah. um, Coming together in that love. Yeah. And that's why for me, I, we were talking about this at dinner, but like my, one of my number one, I think value in a relationship is compassion Mm. because that creates the container for these things that you're talking about. Like, 
Um, anytime there's a conversation that comes up, I have compassion. Anytime that there's a trigger, I have compassion for that. Anytime you do something quote unquote wrong, I have compassion for that. And I have compassion Mm. for you. Mm. And it's like, oh, you're really angry and mad right now. I have compassion for that. I have compassion for that. Okay. And literally navigating every single conversation, every single circumstance, everything with compassion. Yeah. Because compassion is... Is it something you said like, oh, you're sad. Like, how do I, I don't want you to be sad. How can I help you be less sad? Oh, you're angry. I don't want you to be angry. Yeah. How, how can, can I, I help yeah. you? Instead of being like, why are you angry at me? Stop yeah. being angry. It's like, they're yeah. angry because they're angry. They're oh, angry for a reason. You're acting this way and like, I don't like that. And it's difficult. And like, you yeah. Know? And compassion is also non-judgment. Yeah. And I yeah. don't, oh, you're feeling that way. Okay. I, I don't, I don't have anything negative to say about that. I, I'm here to listen. I'm here to hold a safe space for you to talk. Yeah. And please be vulnerable. Please share everything yeah, you have on your heart. Yeah. I think vulnerability is another va- huge value for me because yeah. I think that you can't really reach and understand the depths of a person unless you have that vulnerability because mm. without the vulnerability, there will always be a curtain mm. that you can see behind. And taking ownership, I think as well for everything you're feeling. Yeah. Like I'm feeling this way and I'm not afraid to share it. Yeah. I'm not afraid yeah. to communicate I'm it. not like, communicating it in a way that like, oh, I'm upset because you did X, Y, and Z, you know, being like, oh, you did X, Y, and Z. And like that triggered something in me and I'm feeling like this and like, I need to feel more secure or like, I need to feel reassured here or like, how do we navigate this? What? Like, you yeah. know, and, and coming from that place. Yeah. And I think even just talking about that and having that conversation, maybe to some people that seems scary, mm. but like convince yourself, like, no, this is, this is something that's beautiful. And that's, mm. for me, it excites me. Like, yeah, I'm like, I same. love having these conversations because in having this conversation with you as in partner, I'm also having a conversation with myself and I'm, mm. I'm not only learning more stuff about you, I'm learning more stuff about me. Totally. And that's amazing yeah. because like I said, it's peeling each other's onions. You have an onion and I have an onion and we're going to peel yeah. each other's onions. And, and as like, as I'm revealing more stuff about you, I'm mm. revealing more stuff about myself and I'm under my understanding myself on a deeper level and he's understanding himself on a deeper level. And that's so beautiful, you know, yeah. Yeah. because that shows that you're evolving as a person. And I think that's another huge key to a relationship is like commitment to growth. Yeah, definitely. It yeah. has to come from both sides though. Yeah, for like sure. Like it has to, if, if you're showing up with this vulnerability and the other person's not, or they're not holding that space for you and you don't feel safe to do that and there isn't that beautiful container of love to hold you, then like it's not going to work. It has yeah. to be like you're both committing to, to doing that. You're both committing to, to stepping into that together. Um, I think that is like the key to that growth together. Yeah. Um, and I think as well, like, um, accepting like whatever does come up, you know, I think, yeah, saying I want to be in sacred union doesn't mean that if my partner came to me and said like, actually, I really feel like I need to explore outside of this relationship. One, I'm not, it's not going to be a hard no for me. Yeah. You like, know? It's the same going back to what we said at the very start of this podcast, open-mindedness. Yeah. 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 Um, but also I think I would question like, okay, what, why do you feel like you need to do that? Where is that coming from? Yeah. Is there something within this relationship that I'm not providing that is not being provided, that is leaving a void or that is not fulfilling you? Is it this relationship? Is it something within you? Like, can we cultivate, can we, can we cultivate that together within this relationship? 
You know, I'm really exactly. like understanding where that's coming from instead of just acting from, oh, I feel, I just feel like I, I need to do this right now. I have this yeah. urge. It just feels like I want what I want to do. Yeah. We were saying that before we started recording is like, it's not fair for one person to just decide on his or her own self, mm. say, yeah, I actually don't really want to be in this partnership anymore. So I'm just going to end it. Like, I'll see mm. you later. Hope that's cool. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's wait, a joint decision. no, no, yeah. you can't do this. You can't do this. It's not fair. It's not fair to my heart. It's not fair to my mental sanity. Yeah. Like we're in a partnership and I want to have this conversation. I mm. want to understand. I, I want to yeah. understand. If you apply that to like business, like this is my business partner. We're about to make this business decision together and your partner just goes off and decides without you. You'd be like, whoa, whoa, You're hold like, on. Wait, we're partners. We're, in a business. we're partners. Yeah. Oh, you, d- you didn't want to invest in this? Okay, let's talk about that. You don't just yeah, do a, it without me. Yeah, you know? such a it's such good a, example. I think it's the same in like romantic connections too. Um, like, yeah someone who is your partner and, and, and who you're with you know you, you discuss that and like yeah and that loops it. back to compassion yeah yeah <laughs> having compassion I have so much compassion for this person and I understand that this sole decision that I'm choosing to make could really hurt them and could mm. really cause them harm like mm. I don't I don't want to cause them harm because I have compassion for them so how can I how can I eliminate that possibility of harm and create mm. more compassion and the answer to that is communicating i think that's where a kind of spiritual ego can come in as well yeah in the sense that it's like um oh well, yeah i'm gonna behave like this but you, you have unconditional love for me right so it's like you're feeling triggered right now or you're feeling insecure or hurt but like that's on you you have to figure that stuff out like nothing i'm gonna do is gonna make you feel better and i'm, I'm not sure i fully agree with that in, yeah when you're in that partnership in that sacred union i feel like actually it's 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 bringing it down to like, okay, what is actually my priority mm-hmm. in this moment? Or my intention. What is my intentions? Is me doing this action more important to me than this person, my, this, person this, this partner? And that's not to say you should change who you are to make the other person happy. Right. That's not what I'm saying. I think it's just, okay, I'm fully aware that this action, this behavior or whatever it is, is making my partner feel whatever it is, unhappy, sad, yep. angry, or insecure. What's more, what is my priority in this moment? What's more important to me? Yeah. Actually, what's most important to me is that my partner feels safe and loved and secure. Yeah. You know? So how can I um, how can I cultivate that for them? Um, instead of kind of choosing that, actually this is just what I want to do and like you have to figure that out because that's your shit and you know? Yeah, totally. But then at what point, this is where it There's a fine a, line. Yeah, a question in terms of like being the devil's advocate mm-hmm. is like, okay, then at what point is there, is there a time when you decide, you know, like you and Aaron did, like, wait, mm. I do have so much love for you and we have navigated this relationship, yeah. but we also need to end it. Yeah, I think there is. I think there is. I think just because you're committed to someone in that way sometimes the best solution is and I think I think the the knowing that that's the right decision is is that it doesn't hurt so much yeah it's a dual decision it's a yeah like Erin and I sat down and we had this conversation and it was actually very light and we were like yeah yeah this is yeah 
This and it's an it intuitive is. knowing yeah. and it's a and the reason it felt like that is because there was a deep understanding between the two of you. Yeah. Correct? Clear communication, lots of love involved. It's just like, okay, yeah, like I guess this is just where we are right now. And like, yeah, and then just tuning into acceptance, like, wow. Yeah. Okay, and now this acceptance feels really good. And yeah. you feel good, which makes me feel good, and I feel good, which makes you feel good. Yeah. And so it's that's just great. this <laughs> shift that we're navigating together. It's not like this big like painful like separation. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, I think there is like a fine, fine line though. And like, sometimes, yeah, it is. You do have to have that, like, yeah, maybe you'll have to have that realization or, but that's that's, not, yeah. I feel like it's important to say that we're not saying like stay in a situation that's toxic or like making you unhappy or abusive. Yeah. We're talking about in like a conscious. Yeah. Adult. A conscious relationship. Non-toxic. Clear communication. Lots of love involved. Um. Yeah, of course, like, there are some situations we're not saying, yeah, yeah you should stay in it just because you've made a commitment. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's actually it's the opposite. union. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I signed this contract with my own blood. This is a soul contract, <laughs> and you cannot leave. That's what I think as well, like marriage in the traditional sense and monogamy in the traditional sense is like till death do us part no matter what happens like even if we're miserable and we hate each other and we never have sex anymore we're gonna stay together forever yeah fuck yeah that's not that's not it i think i'm never gonna be in a relationship where there's not sex involved <laughs> i'm with you on that i was gonna say that that's important i can't um uh, but yeah i think that's why this idea of sacred re- sacred sacred union is is it sits different to me than that traditional idea of um, yeah monogamy? I think traditional marriage makes me want to vomit. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it's just because most marriages that I've experienced, or at least my idea of like marriage mm. or mm. like how I see people getting married, yeah, is not conscious. Mm. But maybe it's just that's kind me of like being oh, judgmental. I mean. Who knows, right? You never truly know, like, what goes on behind, like, closed doors and people's connections. But, yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from. Like, I think a lot of people out there, and it's not just marriage, it's relationships in general. Yeah. You kind of just, oh, like, this is the next thing on the checklist to do. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm in my whatever age now. Like, I'm at 30, so we get married yeah. now. And, like, yeah, I think oh, it's like, I guess we should have a kid now. And, you know. Yeah, it's like asking yourself, like, am I getting married because I genuinely feel that's the necessary movement in this relationship? Or mm-hmm. am I getting married because I need this sense of security? I need this sense of knowing that I'll, quote, unquote, never be abandoned. Mm-hmm. I They can't wanna, leave me now. They can't it's leave legal. me now. Yeah, because we yeah. have a ring on and we've signed papers and I can sign, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of, I think, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe this is a judgment, but like a lot of the times people are getting married to create that sense of security. I think so. And I totally understand that. Yeah, totally. I can see that. I can. But it, you, it could go so sour because yeah. if that's the only reason. And the thing is, is like, it's a subconscious decision. Yeah, it's not something we're always it's aware of. It's not something you're aware of. Yeah. So I think that's where intertwining true consciousness Mm. and awareness Mm -hmm. behind your relationship and behind what you're doing in your partnership and on your on your own time Mm. within yourself where that that's where you can start to cultivate what we're talking about yeah 
And I think that's why something I, I question everything. It's a practice I, I'm kind of committed to in my yeah. life. I question everything. It kind of happens Even once you go vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Little You're like, shit. Plug that. Um, <laughs> but, <clears throat> yeah. <My> it's, back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Even if I'm like fully certain in my heart on a decision or knowing about something, I still like to question it and play devil's advocate. Always. Every time. Because that's when you get the most valuable perspectives. Yeah. And you're really getting to the bottom of like why I feel this or why I want to make this movement. And like, is it truly coming from a pure place or is it coming from like a egoic or, yeah. you know, insecurity or whatever it is? Yeah. Um, I'm really questioning it, like marriage, relationships, whatever it is, every aspect of your life, like, oh, I'm getting married. Why am I getting married? Even if you're so certain you want to be with yeah, this person. Like, but actually, why? But like, why? What is it? Why? Why am I getting married? Like, what is it about it? What is it about marriage specifically that I want to invite into my life right now? Yeah. And even, and even if it's like all beautiful and positive, wow, like how beautiful to reflect on that and get that perspective. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Just being so conscious in, mm. in every decision mm-hmm. you're making and even playing devil's advocate in yeah. marriage. Like, does marriage even make sense? Yeah, I like, love... Like, actually yeah. saying, like, I love does marriage make sense? Does the devil's make advocate sense to, to myself. Even if you're, like, fully yeah. sure. Yeah. But just question it. Just, just for question the sake it. of question, question it. Like, everything. does it make sense to... Yeah, I love being that devil, Drink devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> I love being that devil's advocate to myself and everything I do like oh this seems like the logical this is the right you know this feels right in my intuition everything feels right about this but like what's the devil's advocate you know and questioning that yeah and like just I feel like for me it helps me get to that place of like pure clarity yeah pure clarity I'm not just like making jump decisions it's like oh I know I know yeah, like I have I've debated kind of this in my head viewed this from so many different I've points yeah of view. I've seen it from all angles I know what's up. Yes. Full body. Yes. You know? Yeah. And you feel more confident in your decision. And mm. Yeah. Just, ele- it feels like mm. an elevated decision. Yeah. Rather yeah. than like a blinded decision. And I think where we can get caught up is that we don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? There's, yeah. I like for me, I, I don't want to, I feel like it can be a, if we, we think we know something fully, science has backed it up or like whatever you know John. John. it's like it's like actually like yeah based on our like senses as human beings what what does the bat think what does the dog think about that you know it's like maybe they see something completely different um so I think yeah it just comes down to that question everything basically yeah and I think everything that we're talking about to someone who's maybe just entering this realm of conscious navigating <laughs> conscious relationships, they're like, whoa, they're like, fuck, <laughs> this is so overwhelming. But it doesn't have to be no. overwhelming at all. I think it's just if you need somewhere to start, like just return to the first thing we said is one being open minded, starting to question everything that you've ever mm. believed about about love and about relationships and about your current partnership or your yeah. past partnerships and then diving into like other things like what are my values what in a relationship values, yeah. and I think that's such a beautiful way to lay the foundation mm. for new relationships to come or to implement into your current relationship is like 
and communicating that yeah, with that communicating person. That you know, like these are my values. This is and, this is what I want. Yeah, and if you're not single and if you're in a relationship, then you can open the door up to this whole new world of communication mm. and and for me, the way that I've learned so much about this is, like I said, like listening to podcasts, like yeah. the Aubrey Marcus podcast has oh my helped gosh. a lot for me. In Shout ways. out Aubrey if you ever hear this. <laughs> yeah, it just helped a lot for me in just understanding such a yeah. well-rounded and very yeah. diverse and experienced yeah, conversation experienced. around polyamory because Aubrey had been in a polyamorous relationship for seven years years yeah something like that hey insane. Just he's been in the fires he knows yeah, he so can speak from experience it's so. really valuable to hear his definitely experience. check that out yeah um yeah so things like this like listening to podcasts reading different books mm. um and, yeah i guess just like experience too and yeah and of course exper- experiment with it and yeah and maybe it'll be the best thing that ever happened to you and maybe you'll get into that pool of polyamory and you're like no 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 (laughs) yeah who knows hey there's no right or wrong like something's it's gonna be different for every single person and and it's gonna be different for every chapter in your life too I think just like I think something to recognize is that it's not gonna be like smooth sailing yeah that's not the point yeah. Um, and it's okay if there's conflict. There's, it's okay but if there's... that's just natural for everything. It's the ebb and yeah. flow of life. It's the pendulum yeah. swinging back and forth. And it's okay, yeah. It's okay if there's conflict in your relationships. It's, it's okay if you have those tricky situations. It's it's part of it. The and duality I of life. It's, inevi- it's inevitable that you will fall from grace. You, you won't always act as this conscious, perfect, loving yeah. being. You won't because you're human. Like, you, yeah. you just won't. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just that practice of be- trying to become more um, aware of that. And it's like, yeah, when you, do, when you do fall from grace, like, recognize that and try and, try and do better. And I think just show up every day, like, I'm going to do my best today yeah make that your intention for each day but also for life like every Mm. day I want to become a better version of myself for my evolution and for my partnership and for Mm. the sake of everyone around me I want to lead by example and I want to show up as a conscious elevated light in this world and how will I do that yeah you know yeah um (coughs) and yeah just be just be open I think we said this probably a million times, but I think just, I feel like my mindset at least is always evolving around this. Probably yeah. if we'd had this conversation like a month ago, I would probably have different opinions and views. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I and feel like every day yeah, I learn something, something so beautiful more. and new about myself and like how to navigate a relationship. And mm. I think trusting, I think trust has a huge part to do for me. Like the biggest thing I've had to lean into over the last year is like having true faith and yeah. trust. Like it's been, this last year has been like a huge testament to my faith and like to my trust and, and trusting that, <coughs> excuse me, like I think it's Deepak Chopra or Eckhart Tolle says like the rela- every relationship you have in your life right now is the exact relationship you need in this moment. Mm. And leaning into that and trusting that, like yeah, lean every in. person, lean in. Yeah, there are no chance encounters. Yeah, there are no accidental relationships. Even if the relationship is for one week, you are meant to learn something from that person. Or even yeah. if it's for three years, mm. it was meant to happen. It was the yeah. exact relationship you needed at that moment in that yeah. season of your life. I really believe in divine orchestration mm. and 
there's so many different paths you can take, but it all kind of leads to the same truth. But yeah, just believing in that having so much faith that there's so many beautiful things that I can't see going on. And this person is contributing to my evolution one way or another. Yeah. Yeah, And it can be so hard to, you know, keep that faith in the moment. Yeah. You know, when things are challenging or when things are like, you can't see why this is happening or how this is benefiting you. And just it's all gonna come to light yeah eventually like you'll there will be a day when you say ah Ah, (laughs) I've got it it all makes sense now (laughs) like it actually all makes sense I just know and I I remind myself that by thinking back to like past relationships in college and even in the past like two years Mm. even and I just remember when they ended like with Tyler, for example, I mm. doubt he'll ever listen to this. <laughs> Shout out Tyler. <laughs> Shout out Tyler. <laughs> but when that relationship ended, I fully thought the world was ending. Like, yeah, dude, I remember I being you. in the bathroom on the floor of my shower yeah. crying, like as if every like person in my family position. had died. <laughs> Full on fetal position. Like, oh that's it. Like, I'm done. Like, let me cry. I remember, yeah, just being like, I physically don't care about being alive anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's so dramatic. No, but it's, it's real in that but moment. But that's like hey? legitimately how I felt. And now being where I am, like, I, I'm sorry, Tyler, but <laughs> do not want you in my life ever again. <laughs> I have no idea why I was so sad. But dude, in the moment when you, you know, you yeah, have that love for someone. But just knowing like, that you can get to this place because yeah. whenever this was, I think it was like last May or something. But <laughs> anyways, yeah, it was just like so funny to think back to that time where I was like, how will I ever get over this? And yeah. now I'm like, I honestly don't understand like why that person was even yeah. in my life. No, I do But it's all beautiful, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the pain no. I think is so I learned necessary. a lot from that relationship. Like Tyler, th- those moments, <laughs> those moments when you're crying on your the floor of your shower, is like those are the moments, you know. I think yeah. where it's like it's yeah. like breaking your heart. Open. I mean, this is really cliche to say, but it's like not. What is that saying? It's not a breakup; it's a breakthrough. Mm. And I had so many breakthroughs about yeah. myself following that relationship with Tyler. Like I realized how much I didn't actually love myself, and I didn't actually yeah. acknowledge myself. Yeah. Um, and was it? Um, I want to say it's the poet Rumi that says this, but I could be wrong. Um, so don't quote me on that. Or maybe it's Hafez. I don't know. But they say um, I'm going to butcher this, but it's like. The, the <laughs> like the the wound something about like breaking you open it's like the wound is where the new light gets in you know it's like yeah, breaking yeah, yeah. you open so the, new light yes. can get in yeah um you yeah. have to break open for new light to- <laughs> we messed it up so bad someone help us yeah that's that's it essentially um yeah sometimes you you know you feel like you're you're breaking but actually it's you're being broken open to new to to new love and just yeah that's what I was saying going back to that faith like this Mm. really is for the greater good this is for me this is for me this is for me this is serving me this is helping me and it's challenging though yeah but really believing that yeah and because at your core you know that's the truth Mm. Mm. you know that's the truth Mm -hmm. because there's no other way. That's how the universe operates. Everything yeah. is serving your highest Everything evolution. Everything is happening 
for me. And like, everything is working out best case scenario. Yeah. Even if you can't see it now, like we were saying, like you will have that moment like I did with Tyler where you're just like, well, whoa, I can see why that was so necessary. Yeah, like, like I actually can't imagine where I'd be in terms of self-love yeah. and self-worth if it wasn't for that relationship mm, and if it wasn't for mm. that beautiful season and chapter in my life. And of course we had beautiful moments together and mm -hmm. things like this. So yeah. And it's like, I mean, shout out Tyler, but it's like, <laughs> you know, I guess maybe, you know, of that specific connection. Maybe he like secretly still stalks me and listens to all my podcasts. <laughs> in which case that's really funny. It's like actually in those moments where you feel like, um, yeah, like, like you're being broken down or whatever it is, actually you're, you're helping each other grow. You know, yeah. and, and it's serving both of you. Yeah, and I know you've been in like situations where actually it's like I feel all these sequence of events and these things that actually appear to not be going the way you want them to go and it's hurtful and it's painful and yeah. it's actually I feel like setting you up to come back together, you know, in, in a stronger way. Maybe that's as a friend, maybe yeah. that's a whatever it is, a partner. Yeah. Um, Whatever it may be, and this isn't just re romantic relationships either. It's, yeah, it's totally with, with anyone in your life, family. Yeah, yeah, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, just knowing there's a reason for the season. I always tell myself yeah. that it like gets me through. I'm like, there's a reason for this. Mm. There's a reason for this because if it if it didn't serve a purpose, it wouldn't be happening. It would have happened another way. And yeah. who am I to say what's wrong and what's right? Yeah. Who am I to say, oh, this shouldn't be happening this way. This should be happening another way. What's well, like, well, it's not, Chloe. So <laughs> yeah. get over it. Like, <laughs> instead of, I mean, it's so, it's so much easier said than done, right? We're saying this right. now. But, but like, these are the tools and sentences and statements that I, you know. Yeah. They're in yeah. my toolbox. It's, a, it's, it's in my toolbox and I lean on them in those, in those moments and I try to apply them as much as I can. But of course, it's still hard. But... I think it comes down to being like, okay, how can I be an alchemist of this? Yes, you know, my like, favorite word. How can I alchemize this painful situation I'm in into into something that will benefit me? Like, how can mm. I how can I use this to attain more love in my heart? How can I attain this to find gratitude? How yeah, can I use gratitude? Is yeah. everything? How can I use this to become a better me? How, what did, what, what can I take responsibility for in this? What went wrong and like, what part of me, how could I have done better? Yeah. You know, and how can I apply that to my next connection? How can I be a better person for myself and for my partner who is either in or not in my life at yeah. this moment, you know? I think a beautiful practice that I've implemented that I've applied to my last two relationships is like after... Or even like if I, like whilst I'm grieving that loss of that person in my life is like mm. sitting down with my journal and literally writing all the things I'm grateful for that they taught me. Yeah. Or all the things I'm grateful for that I learned whilst with them or that I experienced. Even if it was like, oh, I'm so grateful that I got my scuba diving license with this person. Yeah. Or, I'm so grateful that this person taught me how to love myself without makeup or taught yeah. me how to appreciate way that I look in the morning yeah. you know and even if um, it was it's kind of like the opposite to that you know like oh they didn't appreciate this about me but that made me realize I had to appreciate about that about myself yeah and you know? thinking back to like mere work and yeah yeah everyone's oh gosh like everyone is mirror oh my gosh uh, it's times, like not what you want to know not yeah. what you want to hear like most times what you don't like about another person is what you don't like I think about yourself almost all times <laughs> 
Yeah. It's like, okay, this is triggering me. Whoa. Why am I so triggered by Why this? am I so triggered? What like, what I is done? it within me? <laughs> Where, what, is, what is the root of this? And I think it's always down to your, to your inner child. And I think that's something, a really beautiful um, practice as well, is to always see the inner child within mm. each other you know in those Probably moments of conflict practice or um, more challenging conversations or whatever it is it's like imagining them as a child and and acting from that space yeah that is the second most beautiful thing I learned from yeah. my ayahuasca journey was I and Holly was a part of this beautiful journey of mine but I told you how I was playing with oh yeah Holly yeah, but ayahuasca was telling me my intention for like my second night or whatever was to how can I better myself so I can better my relationships. And that was the first thing that ayahuasca taught me. I was introduced to my eight-year-old self and I was told the best way to see other people is to acknowledge their inner child mm. and to mm. know that at one point, even if they're the most horrible person ever, or you feel so much hate in your heart for them, they were a little perfect conscious mm. and loving whole being and yeah. that part of them still exists that really is where i think where we're all operating from you know it's yeah. like these kind of wounds we the have and that these we beliefs lacked as a child are the things that we're lacking in our relationships so really we're all just little yeah. eight-year-olds walking around in adult yeah. bodies and i think if you can just be like okay like see this this child it's like oh they're they're feeling like they're not being seen. They're feeling like they're not being Especially hurt. Especially in a they're relationship. They're feeling hurt. They're feeling abandoned. They're feeling insecure. Like, how can I make this child within you, you know, feel? Yeah. And how can I have compassion for yeah. their inner child? Or Especially that's where vulnerability comes back again. Like, being able to open up with your partner about their childhood. And, like, what did you experience mm. that made you feel abandoned? What did you experience yeah. that made you have a closed heart? What did you experience this? And then... Even for me, like, it helps to see pictures of yeah. even my friends and partners as a kid because I look at them and I say, like, aww. Yeah, it's you. that reminder. It softens you. Yeah, you know? you're like, wow. Because like, you you're like, you can see that, that child in their eyes. And yeah. You're like, wow, yeah. you're still there. That's still you. That, that is your you. consciousness. That's where you're operating you. from. Yeah. 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 That's where your beliefs came from. That's where you're operating from. And that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Child that's work. where I, that's where <laughs> I, that's how I choose to see you. And that's how I choose to hold space for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, this conversation is so layered and like, I, I could go on for we six could probably hours. have this conversation in a month from now and say completely different shit. So yeah, <laughs> we probably should. Um, but I think it's Part really two. cool how it's almost like, yeah, this journey of like, monogamy to like oh actually open relationships actually mm, sacred union is kind of where it's sitting with me yeah um but I think just to summarize everything we've said like finding a balance between yes, all three all of them. you know yeah finding that oh I'm gonna kind of pick and choose like I really like mm-hmm. this about polyamory I'm gonna try and implement this into my monogamous relationship yeah. or you're in a polyamorous relationship and you're like I really like this aspect of monogamy maybe yeah. we should try implementing a little bit more of that into totally. our relationship you know and so there's no yeah there's no right or wrong there's no wrong way to do it there's no right way to do it but finding what suits you and being open-minded and experimenting mm. with x y and z and navigating and communicating this with your partner f- current partner future partner what yeah. have you and and to make it enjoyable experience. At the end of yeah, the day, it's, it's not fun. meant to be so serious. It's not yeah. meant to be. It's like finding the, 
finding the beauty and, and the lightheartedness in those moments of like, oh, yeah. damn, we're really going through it right now here. Yeah. You and, know? Yeah, and laughing and about it. And just being it. like, all right. Like, That's I'm, why, <clears throat> yeah, that can be for me when I was just determining this the other week, like one of my core values is laughter, is joy. Yeah. Because that's something that I want embedded into yeah. every ounce of my being and into every second of my day is mm-hmm. how, how can I make this more enjoyable? Mm-hmm. How can I create more joy from this experience? And so... Yeah, whatever you want to create in a relationship, you can create. And you, you're worthy of having it, and you, you will have it, and you can have it, and you can navigate it in a way that's beautiful and fun and, and rewarding, because mm. it should be rewarding because you're evolving as a person. And, yeah, and, that's and I think just trying to implement this idea of sacred union in, into whatever relationship you're in, you know, Imple- yeah. implementing that. I think the idea that it's sacred is that... I mean, what's something sacred? Like a place you go to pray or a ceremony, (laughs) you know, like if you're about to have a ceremony of some kind, whatever religion or faith you're in, you know, you wouldn't, you're not going to show up like, you know, like hungover. Yeah. (laughs) Or like on the phone or like ring someone halfway through, you know, like because it's sacred. You're not going to bring anything in that's external that's going to, um, what's the word like dis- destroy is the wrong word distract distract or, or take away from take away from that sacred moment of sacred yeah so I think just yeah applying that to whatever relationship you're in and being like okay this is this is sacred yeah. union here and and how am I I want to treat this as sacred yeah know? and just committing to learning yeah just committing to and knowing learning. you're gonna fuck up like yeah, you will, <laughs> we will. Been there, done that. It's gonna happen. Like, yeah. it's not gonna be plain sailing, and like that's okay. That's the whole point. Yep. Um, Contrast is appreciated, acknowledged, and yeah. And also, like, we know nothing. Yeah, we <laughs> like we know nothing. Like, this is just our <laughs> lovely current stage of evolution. Be, yeah, exactly. That's just where we're at right now, and I think it's a really taking everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful journey to and be on. And a shot of tequila. And a shot of tequila. <laughs> While we're at it. Let's just, let's just go for it. Or not. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. I think we should, yeah, just summarize by mm. encouraging everyone to find your, your best and highest self and apply that into your relationships and be conscious, be open to learning, be mindful and... Mm. Yeah, create epic love. Have fun, kids. Have good sex. (laughs) Number one priority. (laughs) (laughs) It'll keep you happy. (laughs) There you go. Heard it here, folks. Um, But Holly, we can't end this podcast without... Uh Uh-oh. The question of the day. If you can, define your personal definition of love oh wow mm-hmm. you're gonna put that on me huh I'm putting it on you mm, my definition of love is pure radical acceptance mm. and freedom of expression mm. I think Um, accepting yourself and another in 
whatever place or space you're in. Unconditional. And knowing that it's perfect. It's unconditional. However you are right now... It's perfect. It's perfect. And, like, I love you. That is love. That is love. Unconditional. Mm. And just that knowing that, like, it's okay. It's okay. It's like your heart beating. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Whatever it is, wherever you're at, it's okay. You're accepted. You're all good. You're perfect. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's love. You're free. Be who you are. Aho. Aho. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Holly. I think this was a good conversation. A lot of I people so will too. benefit from it. And let us know your feedback. Share this on your Instagram. Tag Holly. Tag I. Tag I. Well, be okay. And we'll put Holly's information in the the description below. And we'd love to hear people's thoughts, opinions, feedback. Yeah, post your opinions on your story. Yeah. Let us know. And maybe we'll do a part two in a few. Yeah, answer some questions. See where we're at then, hey? Yeah. Oh, boy. I would love to know. (laughs) Same. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Big love. That concludes this episode for today. I acknowledge you for taking the time out of your day to expand your level of awareness with me. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, I encourage you to rate, review, and subscribe. Also, if you choose to share it on your Instagram story, feel free to tag me at infinite.creators and let me know what you loved about it. If you wrote a review, don't forget to screenshot it and email it to me so I can send you a free copy of my cookbook or my dream life workbook. Thank you again so much for listening. Your support means the world to me, and I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day.